Hey, for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking quite a bit about church growth. Now, it's a big topic. There's lots to cover. There's no shortage of books and blogs and videos and podcasts. Everybody talks about it. But the reason we are talking about it isn't the topic of most of those things. We are talking about it not from a theory aspect, nor really from a 10 steps towards growth aspect. We want to talk about that first step, which is making sure everybody's on the same page. So this week, we're going to discuss that critical aspect of this topic, church growth, how to lay a good foundation for church growth. Because we learned last week in our conversation with James that just because you're growing doesn't mean that everybody is actually looking at it that way. And if you missed that conversation, I would highly suggest you go back and you take a listen or you watch it. And miscommunications like that happen, not because people don't know what they want, it's just because people aren't all on the same page. So we're gonna spend a few minutes laying that foundation for growth today so that your church is all set and ready to go. Let's get started. Hey there and welcome, my name is Mike. I'm a church helper and my goal today is to help your church make every decision on purpose. Now, before we get going and tracking on church growth, just a friendly reminder that you can catch this episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. You can get a written transcript on our blog found on our website. So please take a minute and subscribe and comment. Let us know what you think about this today. We'd love to engage in conversation with you. And don't miss out. Don't miss out on our online community that we've created specifically geared towards resourcing and encouraging church elders. If you're hearing this before September 20th to 24th, 2021, then make sure you get in there now because we're gonna launch on the 20th of September. There's gonna be giveaways every day for your church. You're not gonna wanna miss out. The links are attached to this episode. Make sure you get into that elders group. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's get into it. Let's talk about laying a good foundation for church growth. So the funny thing is about this is that there's no perfect way to guarantee church growth that I or anybody else can give you. There's lots of writing on the subject and honestly all of that writing is really good. It's it's really really good. If you've read a book or listened to a podcast on church growth, maybe you've taken a course It was probably really great because most of the thought leaders in this area have incredible experience and they have the results to back up their work. But something that we've just noticed about these courses and books on growth strategies is a lot of them are like action steps or it's like a how-to guide, which is really good. But we've observed that most of these resources assume that you've already got a clear how and why to how you want to grow. And so those resources are just there to help you do it. Now, if you already have a clear definition of growth and everybody's on the same page on your team, that's great, you're all set. Exit this video right now, go get one of those strategies, that's gonna help you a lot. But if you're like most churches, even though you might think you're already there, you might not be. And so that's why we wanna have this conversation today because if you and your team don't know how you're defining growth, if you're not on the same page, if everybody isn't talking about the same thing, then honestly, no amount of how-to lists or strategies are gonna help you because you're all gonna be looking at them differently. So in today's very short episode, I wanna give you four conversation starters that you should take with your team before implementing a growth plan. Please don't skip this step. Even if you think you've got it nailed down, just let these conversations be a confidence booster to you. Have them anyways, because every church should have these conversations if they're really looking to reach more people with the message 
of Jesus. These will hopefully go quickly and easily for you. If they do, it means everybody's on the same page and you're all set and you're ready to go. You're ahead of the game. But if they don't go that quick, that's okay too. It just means maybe you've got a little bit of extra work to do. And that's really important for all of us to do because this work will lay a solid foundation for everything else that comes next. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you skip this step, you're just in for way longer a road and more frustrations on your team. So take a few minutes and talk about these in your team. Ask these four questions. Let's go. Question number one is this. You should ask, why do we want our church to grow? Now, this question might seem obvious, but in our experience at Church Helper, even for churches that are well-established, sometimes it isn't. So many times people talk about wanting to grow because either they want their church to continue or they need more money. And those reasons might be the case in your church too. You might not talk about them too much, but in most cases, somebody around the table has those goals as a top priority. So I'm just here to remind you that that's not what the church is called to do. Christ didn't call any of us to make money or sustain an institution. He called us to make disciples and tell people about the good news. And if you ask your team, why do we want our church to grow? And that's not the first answer, then it might be time to slow your process down and spend a little bit of extra time examining your mission and your motives. We've seen this a lot. So if it happens in your church, it won't be the only one, but you will need to take a minute and course correct before you can continue. Asking God to bless growth that he isn't calling you to isn't a great path forward. So make sure you take a few minutes and answer this question. Question number two, what does growth mean to us? Now we've talked about this a little bit before and we've talked about how churches usually grow in three ways, spiritually, numerically, and financially. And after you ask that first question, this one should come maybe a little easier, but you should still set some parameters about what growth means in all three of those areas. Because once you have a target, you know what to work towards and what resources that you're actually going to need to get there. So this question might take a few minutes to answer, but really it's worth it. Get everybody on the same page now. It'll pay huge dividends later on. Question number three is this, what are our expectations on how fast this is going to happen? Now, this answer will be different for everyone, but the most important thing is, is that you have the conversation. Because when you don't talk about when something's gonna happen, one of two things happen. Either you never start because you don't have a goal, or you always feel like you're lagging behind because you don't know where you're supposed to be in the process. So try to make this timeline realistic. Give yourself the grace to work within it. In his book, Church Growth Flywheel, one of the first things Rich Birch writes about is lowering your expectations on early results in your timeline. He talks about how growth, especially in the beginning, is incremental and probably slower than you'd like. This advice comes from a guy who helped multiple churches grow big, so lean on Rich's words here. Make sure you set a realistic timeline. And no matter what you decide as a timeline, remember that the most important thing is that you talk about it, that you spend a few minutes, you set a timeline, you find a way to track its progress and measure success. And if you're not sure how to do that, just hang in there. We're gonna spend a little bit of extra time on that topic next week. Question number four is this, have we started building a strategic plan? 
So maybe some people around your table get intimidated by long range planning or strategic plans, but really all they are is a roadmap or an instruction manual that you've created so that you know what should happen next. And, and this is the part of the process where you're gonna bring in those other materials that we talked about before. Things like the lists that are like 10 things to do next or a great book like Church Growth Flywheel, super practical. And then you can start to slot those things into your plan. And I repeat this one more time just to make sure you're calm about it. A strategic plan is just a fancy way to say you're making an intentional sequential to-do list. Some groups like to create this chronologically. Some want to start with the end goal in mind and reverse engineer the process. However you do it, just make sure you do it. Make a plan for what comes next and after that and after that, and then keep yourself accountable to that plan and you'll start to see some progress. You'll start to see some growth. Okay, a couple of final thoughts. For some, this beginning part, the foundational part of the growth process, it can be the most frustrating. We've seen this a lot at Church Helper. When we start to help a church, we always start, uh, no matter what the project is, with a learning process, some brainstorming, some working together, and inevitably somebody will say, you know, when are we gonna get to work here? And the most important part to remember is that taking the time to have the conversations that I've just sort of given you is doing the work. Skipping this step is honestly just like walking up to somebody who's pouring a concrete form for a house and saying, when are you gonna start building the house? They're gonna look at you and go, we are. We're laying the foundation. Because you lay the foundation first and then the rest of what you build is on something solid. So take the time, please, to have these conversations. It's gonna help you big in the future. Hey, and that's it. Hopefully we've helped you and your church today. Please make sure that you take a minute to like and subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel. You can make sure that you get weekly thoughts from us by subscribing to our email list. And if you ever wanna connect with us, the best way to do that is through our website or through our Facebook or our Instagram feeds. All those links are attached as well. And don't forget about this. This is big, right? Don't forget about our new Facebook community that we just launched exclusively for elders. You can find the link below. And if you're watching this before the week of September 20th to 24th, you're not too late to get in there and win some prizes for your church and for your elders team. So get in there right now. Now, if you liked this week's episode, make sure you share it to somebody else that should hear it. There's nothing that you can do that would be better for you and for the person that you're working with and for us than to take something that you feel like was valuable and share it with somebody else. So please, if you do that this week, that's great. My name is Mike. Thank you for uh, you know spending a few minutes with me today. I really appreciate it. Hopefully we're helping you make a few decisions on purpose. We can't wait to talk to you next time.